Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Major title changes hands at WWE Survivor Series. Triple H addresses the future of war games. And Mia Yim wants this release star back in WWE. Hello, welcome to the Solo Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, turn on the location bell if you really want as well. Uh, but most importantly, just make sure you're having the best possible Sunday. Whether you're doing something, whether you're doing nothing, I hope it goes really cool for you. And if it's not going so cool, I hope it turns around. Uh, and also, I'm going to apologize right now because I have a very throaty raspy voice uh i blame it on the football blame it on the boogie blame it on the sunshine blame it on the football but we have some wrestling news that's what i'm here for uh also there, there is the uh, the watch along from last night the Mike hampler and adam wilborn did so uh, you can always go and check that out as well for extensive survivor series reaction um but austin theory coming out of coming out of survivor series austin theory a town down is the new WWE United States Champion. Now, this was a match triple threat, of course, featuring the then champion Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Uh, but it was Theory who emerged victorious and now can parade round with his second run with the United States title. Uh, the finish of this match, in case you haven't seen it, it was a really good match. It was a really fun match. I really enjoyed it. But the, the finish of this match came where uh, Seth Rollins had Theory up for the Falcon Arrow. As he had him up in the air, Bobby Lashley speared Rollins. Uh, Lashley's momentum kind of took him past Rollins and as Rollins fell with Theory still there Theory fell on Theory fell on Rollins and got the one, two, three now this of course is just another step in I guess the um, I don't know if you want to call it rehabilitation of the Austin Theory character but definitely the, 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 the character has changed in these last few weeks since failing to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase on a secondary championship. Now, of course, the screams of he's buried came loud after that failed cash-in. Um, but it was just really, seems like it's a case of Triple H has looked at things and thought, I want to do something different with Austin, Austin Theory to what we're doing. I don't want him to be this comedic goof. Um, I want him to be a bit more serious. And that is exactly what's happened. We've seen a new edge to him, I guess, would be the, the cheesy pun to throw out there. It's been a new edge to the character in the last few weeks. Um, obviously, he keeps going about how he's not a kid. He's a man, blah, 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 all that, that kind of jazz. But it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm here for this. I'm here to see. I'm intrigued what they're going to do with Austin Theory. Obviously, what they're doing right now is the US champion. But yeah, I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Uh, and also, 
getting that title off Rollins. I thought Rollins had done a, a good job as, as US champ, to be fair. Um, he's one of those those wrestlers where you can put any belt on him and he can make it feel like a big deal. Um, but it's it's interesting for me now where Rollins goes after this. Uh, I kind of frees him up to go towards the main event picture. Uh, I mean, to me, Seth Rollins could be a realistic uh, option to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Play back what we had this year, um, where Rollins, of course, got the DQ win over the big dog, the head of the table, the tribal chief. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we go with this one. But it's something to keep an eye on, um, as is also the future of the War Games match. Now, Survivor Series last night, Survivor Series War Games as it was uh, titled officially. Uh, that was the first time that we've seen a War Games match on the WWE main roster. Now, NXT obviously have, have had several matches, numerous matches, War Games uh, outings. Uh, the concept itself, of course, War Games goes back to the National Wrestling Alliance, Jim Crock Promotions, Dusty Rhodes created the match famously, the match beyond. Uh, but this is the first time it's been on the, the, the main roster. Now, Triple H, obviously, who ran NXT for the longest time, has been keen to get this, this match concept introduced to WWE for literally two decades. I think it goes back to the uh, creation of the Elimination Chamber in 2002. I'm sure originally Hunter was pushing for, for war games. Vince McMahon was no, because that's not his creation. So let's do something else, which was ended up being the Elimination Chamber. Um, so yeah, um, well, there was a, like AEW does, WWE have started doing these kind of the, the post-premium live event uh, press scrums. Uh, and there was one last night, of course, and Triple H was asked about the future of war games and whether this will become a, an annual tradition, whether it will be something that's uh, associated and tied to, to the Survivor Series show. Uh, and his answer here, I have it right here. Uh, I think we'll see. I think it worked out incredibly well tonight. We're in the process of looking at the overall year to year calendar and seeing where things are. Uh, seen where things end up, sorry. Uh, but I believe tonight was very successful, so it makes me feel positive about it. We'll see where the future takes us. So while he's not confirmed that there will be more war games, that certainly suggests that to me that there will be more war games, which, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science to, scientist to, to think that would have been the case. Um, they, uh, Triple H also talked about how war games doesn't necessarily have to be uh, kind of pinned to Survivor Series as it would be uh, and he talked about how it could be a match used as, as a blow-off to a feud he compared it a little bit to Hell in a Cell or the original Hell in a Cell where people would fight in the cell because they hated each other it was the the, the culmination of a heated rivalry rather than just Ah, it's October, so let's have a big, massive Hell in a Cell match. Um, so, yeah, he compared it to that, and you said he might use it as, as basically a blow-off to feuds. Of, of course, the the thing there is, though, it's, it's a feud that would have to involve, like, ten people, uh, which is, it's not just, you know, Hell in a Cell, where it's one-on-one it's -on -one for the most part, anyway, or, or maybe a tag team match. Uh, with War Games, you have ten competitors. Competitors? Competitors? Competitors is not a word. Competitors, combatants, those two amalgamated make competitors. There, there was, there's ten of those anyway to deal with. Uh, and what I'm going to deal with next is our next news story because, as I said, my throat is killing. It's been a long few days, a painful few days if you're a, a Wales fan like myself, but we're less, less talking about that. We're here to talk wrestling and we're here to talk Mia Yim wanting Tegan Knox back in WWE, as, as do I. Speaking of Wales, Tegan Knox, what, what a talent. The, the girl with the shiniest wizard, um, who was one of the many, like Mia Yim, was one of the many, many names released by WWE during the, the pandemic. Uh, with uh, with Tegan, it was what, November November 2021, I believe she was part of those cuts, because uh, obviously there were several rounds of 
budget cuts uh, made during those times, during the, the dark days. Um, but yeah, me and Mia appeared on the Steve Falls 10 Count podcast. Um, and it was just a very quick answer. She was asked who she'd like to see in WWE and immediately just said, Tegan Knox, that's it. Um, and and uh, Tegan's great, man. It's She's had, it's one of those where you're thinking that there's so much potential there to become this, this massive star. And just that, that the unfortunate injury issues with where she blew out her knee and then came back and the other knee went uh, and then finally got to the main roster in that kind of thrown together tag team with with Shotzi, uh, I guess. Uh, and they won a a, a, a tag title shot as well uh, and then never got it. And then Tegan was released and it's just like, <sighs> um, but yeah, she's done interviews over the last few months, over the last however long, actually, to be fair, where she's talked about the problem she's got in the moment, Tegan Noxus is, pronouns pal, um, where the problem that she has and Tegan has is that uh, there's a visa issue where she is unable to work in the US, but if she leaves the US, she won't be able to get back into the country. So she's stuck in Orlando, basically, just, I guess, waiting for all these issues to, uh, to, to well, to sort themselves out. Um, obviously, Triple H, Paul Levesque, is a big Tegan Knox fan. Uh, clearly, he she was one of his favourites during the time in NXT. And you're thinking now, obviously, with the amount of people that Triple H is bringing back, especially those who he, he kind of guided through NXT, it's it's a no-brainer to have Tegan Knox return at some point, as and when this paperwork that all the, the red tape can get sorted out. I mean, lots of people speculate that she might be at Clash of the Castle, obviously in Cardiff, which is it's not too far from her hometown. I think Bogoy, I think she's from, um, technically. Um but obviously these visa issues are still there. But yeah, I, I'm happy to see Tegan Knox back in WWE if it happens. Uh, obviously we've had Emma return recently, uh, Dakota Kai return, EO Sky uh, promoted to the main roster, Scarlett's return with Cross, um, obviously Mia Yim as well. So it's uh, WWE are nicely fleshing out their, their uh, well, the women's division. And Tegan Knox, I mean, she'd be a fantastic addition to any women's division for any promotion. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. 
Right, a few questions, if my throat holds up. Uh, sympathy for me, please. No, um, no sympathy for me neither this morning, but we've got Derek Aft's got in touch. Um, who do you think? Uh, obviously, there's a picture there of a, of a cat, so I'm instantly on board. As ever on a Sunday, send me your, uh, your pictures of your pets. I'm always happy to see those. Genuinely does put a smile on my face. Um, who do you think is more over right now, the acclaimed or FTR? And when do you think they will finally clash so the top guys can finally get their fourth belts? Dino wants to know. Dino looks like a proper cutie there, so thanks for sending that in, Derek. Uh, I say who's more over right now. It, it is the acclaimed. Um, it was FTR. FTR was, geez, man, they were pretty much the most overact in AEW. And they still get huge reactions, but it's just the handling of them. I, it's like beating a drum at this point. It's, it's low hanging fruit to moan about the use of FTR because it's so glaringly obvious of, of how poor, I don't know if poorly is the right word, but just. And mistreated might be a bit harsh, but just the handling of them has been bungled big time where you had them as this white hot act where they, it seemed like obviously they, they were going for the AEW World Tag Titles uh, when the Bucks had them. And then those belts got switched to, to Swerving Our Glory, which that name is daft. It got, it got switched to Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, and here we are on the acclaimed. And so FTR, if, if you asked me this, this uh, question maybe four months ago, I would have said FTR, but... The acclaim, man, they're over huge right now. And FTR, just by, I guess, law of diminishing returns, the pops aren't quite as big as what they were because they're sporadic in their appearances or they're kind of hidden away on Rampage, which, let's face it, not unless, there's, there's a good portion of the AEW audience that don't watch Rampage. That's just that show on a Friday that you might watch if, you, if you're free. If not, you know, go quite your way to watch it. So, uh, so that's a really long way of saying the acclaim. Scissor me, daddy ass. Uh, can I say ass? I've just said ass. Hey, it's an ass day. I'm an ass man. That's one of my all-time favorite wrestling tunes, Billy Gunn's Ass Man. I will hear no different. Uh, as for uh, when they clash, um, I don't know, really. I don't know. It's. I think right now, obviously, that the focus on the ROH tag titles for FTR and, and final battle, and I think then maybe you, you look at the beginning of the next year and think, right, what are we going to do with this? Are we are we going to go in on on eight well, on FTR versus the acclaimed? Would that to, to do that match? Would you do it as a babyface versus babyface? Would you have maybe FTR lean more towards being heels? There's there's lots of questions, but I think yeah, we'll get that match at some point because I don't think the acclaimed are losing the titles anytime soon, really, because you want to capitalize on how popular they are. Um, and how popular something as daft as Sizzamy has gotten over. God love professional wrestling, man. Uh, I think I'll see the third. Sundays aren't complete unless it's a solo Sunday. Thank you, Hector. Uh, can you see Triple H keeping Finn strong with the Judgment Day to be a future opponent for Cody, assuming Cody wins the WWE title? And can you see Finn get the main roster title run he missed out on? Um, yes, I think that Triple H is going to keep Finn strong. I think that... I think Finn Balor versus Cody Rhodes, that could be great if it was for the world title as well, even better. I think Finn would be a great opponent for Cody somewhere down the line. Um, as for Finn getting one of the big titles, if they decide to split those titles at some point, which you'd imagine they will at some point, um, I think, I don't know. I don't know with that one. I, I'd be for it. I, I mean, Finn Balor's great, man. Um, and Triple H clearly, he's he's hung NXT on, on Finn Balor's back twice now. Um, obviously, when he went back down to NXT and, and kind of got more of his edge back as the, the, the prince, as it were. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Finn Balor's in a good place right now. And I think he's going to be positioned well. I think he's going to be used well. I think Triple H is going to uh, basically try and make things up to him for all the crap that Vince McMahon put the poor fellow through. Um, so, yeah, I think Finn will be, he'll, he'll be good. Um, 
And I, maybe if he's a world champion, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm fine with that. I'm all cool with that. I'm saying the same stuff over again, which is when I get told off for rambling. So I'm going to swiftly move on. But thank you very much for sending that in, Hector. Uh, Ashley's got in touch. Uh, Money Legend, I, I ain't no legend. Uh, uh, Money Legend, do you think there's a plan in place for Omega Osprey to wrestle a second time in AEW? Maybe Revolution. Yes, I do. Um, Tony Khan is, in a good way, is being kind of quite selfish with the big matches, the crossover matches that he has. I mean, obviously, Forbidden Door was marketed as AEW and the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, product, which it was, but it was very much, it kind of just kind of felt more. It's mine. It's Tony Khan's sort of thing. It's 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 AEW's uh, thing. And when they've done the matches with uh, with Impact Wrestling, um, a lot of that. I mean, obviously, there's there's you know you've had big matches in Impact. You'd send the the elite. You send Kenny to Impact. Um, but it kind of it felt like some of the bigger matches were kept for AEW programming. So I, I think I think if um, basically if Tony Khan's prepared to let Kenny Omega go to Wrestle Kingdom's new Japan Pro Wrestling in january to wrestle will osprey he's doing that on the basis of like right so what else can i get out of this i'm i I want the rematch so i I think yeah i think we definitely get uh kenny versus osprey at some point revolution next year yeah okay cool Uh, i'm all right with that but yeah i I think that's that's a match we're definitely gonna see it's uh, and it's i i I mean uh, i joked about it on twitter when the match was announced when when kenny obviously appeared via video uh, and threw down the challenge. Uh, Dave Meltzer's going to run out of stars, man. That's it. The the, the Meltzer count is just going to keep on going if, if you're one of those who uh, who gets tight in the pants over star ratings. I just think it's going to be a really great match and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, George Raphael's got in touch with a last question here. What's Doink the Clown up to these days? Well, that's that's a nice one to wear. Nice. Uh, I probably should have done this first and then had a, a lighter question to end on. Uh, the original Doink, uh, Matt Bourne, sadly passed away in 2013, uh, at the age of 55, from a drug overdose. Um, after, well, Matt Bourne played Doink for the first, what, year or so, I guess from 92 when the character debuted on WWE, well, WF TV, uh, through until 93 when you had the evil heel Doink. And Matt Bourne was a really good worker and that evil heel Doink was fantastic man if if you've never seen it go back and check out those the, those matches check out the early roars that he was on and he was just he was brilliant that's how he appeared on raw was he just the first few weeks he'd just be in the crowd so you just see a clown in the crowd and then he became the wrestling character and he started having matches and it was great um yeah so that was matt Bourne. He played the character for the first what 18 months i guess 93 it was that matt Bourne left the company was fired because of uh, drug issues um ended up going to ecw briefly where he did the born again uh character which was he had half his face painted as doink um and it was it was a really cool concept where it was he developed a, a split personality disorder because he'd been forced to play a clown in wwf and so it was just this tormented soul who it was it, it, it there was so much potential there in that but once matt born left wwf it was ray apollo who took over the character and so a lot of the babyface stuff was Ray Apollo, and then when the character would resurface, like the WrestleMania, what, 17, give it Battle Royal, that'd be Ray Apollo as well. Um, and obviously various other people who've played Doink over the years. Uh, WWE loves to, to bring out that character uh, every every now and again, every few years, just for a cameo appearance, or as part of an angle, like where Chris Jericho was, was Doink briefly uh, once. So, uh, so yeah, that's what happened to Doink the Clown. Which is a really nice way to end things on today. Uh, but this has been the Solo Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, follow, turn on notification bells. And most importantly, though, as ever, just make sure you're having a good day. Whether you're up to something, whether you're up to nothing, I hope you, your Sunday's a really good one. Uh, I believe Murray and Worldborn will be back tomorrow with the news. I am, my voice is about to tap out. So I will bid you adieu. 
there will be no solo Sunday news, at least with me next weekend. Um, I'm actually off for the weekend. I feel like I've had a few of them lately, so apologies. Uh, whether anybody else falls in, who knows? But I will catch you the Sunday after that. Have a good one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 